Hello. And welcome. To the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Deese, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. Woo! Woo! Let's get into it. All right. The heater is off now. Yes, the heater is off. (laughs) Which my feet suffer, but your ears don't. Yeah. But they look pretty alive today. Yeah, just for now. Yeah. Doesn't take much to get these little piggies looking dead. Is that the toe? That's the toe. Look at that. It looks it's like a you're growing a, a sixth toe. No, it doesn't. So I've had some toe issues these past No, few they weeks. don't need to know about your medical history HIPAA laws. Well, I might just lose my pinky toe. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> <laughs> it is like lo- splotchy. It, yeah, it's not looking too good. I'll put a photo in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is what stress does. You can lose toes. You can lose toes. Can you believe that? You can lose toes. Yeah. Losing toes. Can you or can't you? I don't know because it seems every medical professional today has no idea what medical science is. So maybe <laughs> you could lose your toe. They but I'm not away. a professional, but I will yell at you if you don't wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't because I'm not a communist. Oh. Oh, can you lose Anyways, so... This week's episode is about, you know, I've been feeling and I've been thinking um, a lot about, like, the topics that we've been talking about. We've kind of been talking about, like, you know, relationships and who you are in relationships and waiting for relationships, like, that interim of waiting. Yeah. I think that's well, the whole thesis. Well, because that's all we know. That's kind of, like, the whole thesis of the podcast. But you know what I was thinking is it's like, what does it take to get into a relationship? Well, we wouldn't know because we haven't made it quite yet. (laughs) I know. And so that was something that we had, like, looked at the perspective of for that question. So we didn't really, like, touch that question. But, like, kind of thinking about everything that we talk about, it sort of parlays into it, I think, in, like, a roundabout sort of way. Yeah. So, but I wrote some notes that are kind of Handy dandy notebook. Yeah. So basically, I'm just going to start at my first bullet point. Do the pages of Cosmo 17 and Lord Glamour really hold the secrets to what it takes? Because he isn't that what it so is. So why do you say that so fast? Like that wasn't English. <laughs> like, do it have what it... Because I think. And it's like you read it so quiet and so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and you turn your head away from our only source of audio microphone that we have. <laughs> you know, it's because I'm embarrassed by my thoughts. Yeah, embarrassed but by I my thoughts. I, you know what? I would just read it that. if I wasn't looking at your Egyptian hieroglyphics <laughs> you call handwriting. I really... Oh, don't. my gosh. <laughs> Oh, that's his previous. You guys. It is, it is Egyptian symbols up in this bitch. Mm. No, it says parlaying into previous episodes. Mm. It says parlay. Parlay, <laughs> parlay. I have more than one P word that you can use in a phrase, maybe. <laughs> Thank you for that, Allison. How do you read this? <laughs> you know what? It's amazing because this little superpower that I have Gets me out a lot of shit, let me tell you. Because I can read a lot of handwriting. Really? Of course. Because there were there were boys <laughs> who would write terribly in school and they couldn't read their own handwriting. Sometimes I can't. That's the price I pay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, just take the time. Usually I remember it's when like I write It's like, handwriting's so interesting. Yeah, it's just basically sketches. It's your voice on paper. Oh my gosh, so my voice is loud and annoying. Uh, yeah, and uh, illegible. Mm, this is why people tell me to shut up. 
That's not, that doesn't make me feel good. Sorry about it. Okay, well, it's mm, fine. We're not here sorry to about feed it. my ego. I was here to actually knock you down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, so, let so me you're that. saying you're not going to reread it. You're going to summarize it. Okay. To an even more concise point. So essentially, what I'm saying is for a lot of people that have never been in a relationship, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking that we have ideas because you didn't actually read the bio, in which case you're welcome here too. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling a lot of people don't know what we are. <laughs> that's fine because we're kind of all over the place, but that's why those five people out there, we love you and you love us. Uh, we love you. <laughs> Thank you for your endless support. Endless, endless support. We love you so much. But... um. Anyways, essentially what I'm saying is, like, it kind of takes me back. Like, like weren't we just talking about this a few days ago where, like, we weren't expecting to be in this place in our lives? I don't know if we talked about it on the like, podcast. Like, what place do you mean? Like, okay, I don't know if it's just an us thing, because we both definitely thought it, or if it's a universal, like, female thing, but we both thought that come age 20, we'd be beating these boys down. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it would be, like... Literally beating, where yeah. I was like, I will, like, minimum age I will get married is 21. Yeah. If I have to. Yeah, and this is in the perspective of a nine-year-old, okay? Yeah. Mind you. Not, like, a 14-year-old. <laughs> no, like... Like, a nine-year-old has very... And we're, like, we're, like, come yeah. puberty. Come puberty. Well, these we realize boys, this going I will have to barricade my door. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bring in a new door because so many boys will be knocking them down. Like, I thought I would have endless prom proposals. Oh, yeah. I would have, I would be homecoming queen. Everybody would want to date me. Yeah. I'd have so many guy friends. I'd have so many girlfriends. Like, everything would just be going so great. Yeah. It did not go that way. Um, the reality way. of my for of my experience yeah, it did in not. high school i learned i learned a lot in high school i learned that people don't like being told the truth yeah that cost me a lot of friendships and then in college i learned people aren't compassionate yeah and that didn't cost me as many relationships i would say in college as it did in high school but that was like a really sad reality yeah it's like how did that happen I don't know. It's weird. Like, where kids can't handle a little bit of truth. Yeah, like, that was, like, weird. Get out of your swaddle. That was, like, so bizarre that in high school, like, I lost so many friends. Cause I, and, it's, like, and it's not even, like, I know if you listen to this podcast, you're thinking, well, you're so political. You're so religious. I wasn't even about we that. We were not even that. Like, Emily <laughs> used to be the quietest person. I, I was the quietest You were so person. quiet in high school. Yeah. You were, like... Always I mean, yourself. I just kind of, you know what I felt like in high school, middle school, and elementary school? That's a time to really just sit and, like, observe. Like, just sit and watch what people are doing around you. Just sit and, like, take in what the adults are telling you to do. Like, sit and really, like, soak it up because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And the dumbest thing is to think that you know everything. That doesn't help you at all in life. So you just sit and you kind of, like, take it in. Like, okay, this person's kind of mean to me. Do I engage? What does that mean about me if I engage? This person's nice to me. Are they my friend? We have different ideas. Okay, are they going to be able to handle it? No. Okay, move on. What, like, you just kind of take everything in. It's so not serious. Like, it's just not that serious. Yeah. You know, and it's like, because remember when we were hanging out with our girlfriends, our friends. Friends. You know, in book club, we were having, like, a little powwow. And, like, 
I was talking about that one cheerleader who was mean to me. Oh, yeah. And they're like, how did you handle it? Like, how did that not affect you? And it's like, you know, for anyone going through high school now or college or whatever it is or in the workplace, wherever you find yourself and you're met with adversity, it's like, it's not you, it's them. Yeah. And that's not like to a pride thing. And sometimes it is you. I mean, like, do your internal research. But <laughs> yeah. But, but like, as we all know, high school people bitch for no reason. Yeah. And then like, they let that shape them. And I think that's so ridiculous. And that just kind of segues into these magazines because I would read these magazines like I would read 17 magazine and I would think this is what I'm gonna have to prepare myself for yeah in high school (laughs) yeah it's like not the reality and like I came from like a private Christian school very small going into public school which is what 17 like it's not like it was a fresh crop of boys no it's not like it was a fresh crop of boys but I'm like for the first time ever I can actually take this advice and apply it to something yeah because it's being talked to for people in that you know in that like demographic they're not talking to like the kid that's going to a private school of 20 people yeah you know, so it was, like, kind of exciting. But I realized that that idea that I had reading those magazines or, like, online publications or whatever have you, that's really slipped off and sloughed off. But I'm realizing, especially during this season of life, people cling to that, like, to, more than like ever. Like, to a magazine or, like, who they were in who high school. Who they were in high school. Yeah, they do. They totally like, do. And it's, like, High school even, is, like, such a... It's a starting block. It's a starting block it that is not people the final cannot let go of. Yeah, no. Like, they never let it go. Like, and kick it out like, in neutral. Yeah, kick like, it out in neutral. Maybe and switch like, into first. And sometimes it's not even, like, sometimes they do evolve from it, but instead of actually evolving from it, they've just evolved the ethos of it into now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, like, for instance, for instance, let me give you a for instance. So, okay, like, I was forced into youth groups, so I'm not doing that anymore. But instead of growing from that, I mean, like, you know, this is why I don't do youth groups. This is why I turn away from my religion and all this stuff. Instead of doing that, they then backslide and they're like, I'm going to sleep with all these people. I'm going to do everything they told me not to do to prove that theory wrong. So you never grew up from that theory. You're just trying to disprove like that theory that follows you. Like you're still being driven by that their theory. ideology. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Because then everything you do wraps back to that point. So that means that you never really got rid of that point. You just made it yeah, different like, for your situation. Yeah. Like you're still applying it to your everyday life. Yeah. So then it kind of makes me think about like, what does it really take to get into a relationship? What are people telling us? And we talked about this on that other episode with the couple that was engaged and like kind of saying like you just go through life and then your partner will come alongside you and that's how I believe that we should tackle it but it's like during those times I think people miss they think that being ready for a relationship or having what it takes to get into the relationship means altering everything about themselves yeah and we kind of already talked about that but it's like what is propelling that thought where we always have to change ourselves yeah um which is interesting because people these days are so unwilling to learn. Yeah. But they're, people are always willing to do things superficially, but never on a real level. You know what, why I think people are willing to learn for relationships? Do you know why? They don't want to be alone. Because it's in the Bible. It's like what Kirk Cameron said in that one little sermon thing oh, he yeah. gave. And he's all like, movies are the arc of like good versus bad, good winning, you know, this whole thing. Because yeah, he equated it to the to- Lion King. It's like in the fathers and the clouds and the sky. And it's like a redemption story for everyone. Like mm-hmm. everyone gets redeemed mm-hmm. by like evil being destroyed. Exactly. And he's like, it's like the literal 
Bible. It's like, <laughs> and why do they use that storyline? Because they know it touches people. It resonates with the heart. It resonates with, with the, the soul heart. of the human. That's why I think people out of anything are willing to compromise the most for a relationship. That's why people are in abusive relationships. Yeah. Because they want that. That trumps whatever sort of... Well, it was the first thing that was said to not be good. It is not good for man to be alone. Yeah, it's definitely not good. I know. And it's like, I think that's sad that the ultimate relationship, which is a romantic relationship, I guess, in this little hierarchy that we're creating, it's worth destroying everything about yourself for. Like, that's what I don't get. When people are like, I'm so lonely. I'm like, who are you telling that to? Probably a friend. (laughs) So you're probably not lonely. Yeah, you're probably not lonely. I know. Oh my gosh. That girl from high school that I like complained about many episodes ago. She would, like, say that all the time. And yeah. she's like, I want to go out and I want to do these things. I was like, we literally do those things all the time. Yeah. I was like, me and you do those things. And she was like, no, but it's not the same. I was like, so you can't have sex with me? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what is a literal Like, difference? is that, that is the literal difference is a sexual desire yeah. for someone. It's the like, only, ew. Like, but you know what? The only time that I probably ever had that I could relate to that lonely feeling because I honestly don't have it. I don't feel lonely. I, I, ever. Yeah, ever. I wish I was like lonely. I felt. <laughs> I felt lonely in the eighth grade because I didn't actually have friends. Yeah, like people like, standing in a crowded room, people will come up and talk to me because they're like, "You look so like quiet, like so you know." Because I'm apparently not a quiet person, which is this is a whole evolution because of everything that's happening now, and I'm getting more plugged in and like blah 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 blah. But it's like they I'm come up and talk saying. to me. I'm like, you know, what? I'm. <laughs> Fine. I was standing here alone before you ever well, came. Well, you know what? You, probably, <laughs> I, you just have that kind of resting face because that's how you feel on the inside. You don't feel lonely. You're just an angry person. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I have an angry face, but it's like definitely like I feel like I look left out. Like that's probably how probably, I look. Probably, but like you. But want you know, to it's be. just it's so I want to be, and it's so interesting because before this time. And before I really got plugged into the church and all that stuff and, like, my community and, like, I go out. Like, we go to the, the pizza cookery. Uh, we are. We <laughs> like, are, we go to the pizza cookery every We are up. hot shots in that I know. place. I know. It's shocking. But, see, because of everything that we have done over the summer and with everything going That's on, true. it's like we really have engaged. And so people. I'm shocked. When I'm alone, they come up to me because they're like, you look so alone. But it's like, you know, I was standing here all alone before you came here. Like, for years. For like, years. I was doing this Yeah, line. for years. Like, I, if none of this happened. You wouldn't even know who I was, to be honest with you, and we would have been completely fine. Like, yeah, yeah, like I would have been a okay, like a okay. All because moment. one guy had to talk to you, I, and now we, we're stuck I mean, being the yeah me. I I am first of all involved in this storyline. Yeah, fully by marriage. Fully by marriage. It is not by merit. It no. is by marriage. No, but the point is because of these things that have happened, now we're engaged, and that's good for this time. Like this is good for this time. I don't like regret doing it, and like all the community that's come is really, really super important for when we go underground. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, but we're not gonna do that. We're not going underground. What? <laughs> Anyways. Don't act like you don't know. But the time before that, it was fine for that time, you know? So now we've, like, kind of evolved. Why are we even on this conversation topic? Um, I don't know. Changing yourself and... I think because we... I don't know. Let's hit rewind and listen and then fast forward. Yeah, we'll stop, (laughs) edit, come back in. Yeah. Jump at it. But I don't know how we got here. How did I get here? Because <laughs> people don't change from high school. That's probably why. Yeah. It's a long ass rabbit trail. And then we were oh, talking Oh, because about... lonely. Okay. So the thing is, oh. people feel lonely. And I the only time that I can actually think of 
that like I actually kind of understood the concept heretofore never have really had that feeling ever again but you know when they say cities are so romantic okay we've no. been to so many cities zero romance like oh <laughs> i'm yes oh yeah the the subway that is humid and smells like pee wow that's really nice and then i come up and i'm greeted with graffiti oh my god graffiti <laughs> and like the sewer graffiti steam. and then i have a gypsy on my left Another hobo on my right. Everyone's begging me for money. I go into a nice store, but I look like a bum because yeah. that's how I have to dress. So people don't rush me yeah. for my shit. You know, it's like I'm not wearing my Chanel. I'm not looking nice. Yeah. No, I'm like dressed like the poor people because I don't want people to recognize me. You yeah. Know? Anyways, so um, so lonely, lonely. I was standing on a building. In New York. <laughs> in a dream? Or? It was like the Dome of the... I don't know. I think the Dome of the Rock is in Israel. That is an actual mosque in Israel. <laughs> I think they, like, name it in other places and other lands to be like... Probably. Something. Yeah, D- Dome on the Rock, that's like... I think Dome on the Rock is the one that's split between the Muslims and the Jews. Like, a yeah. literal no. line. And I they think- got into a fight. Guys, Google it. Hilarious video. <laughs> <laughs> My history teacher showed it to us. Because one guy stepped over the line. Like, he just stepped over it purely by accident. And the other guy smacked him with a broom. And all these priests and the little altar boys, they were hitting each other cleaning supplies. Oh, my God. Like, it was hilarious. It was a hilarious video. And the news is like, oh, my God. I think the dumb on the rock is because it's on top of the wall. And I think yeah, the wall it's, is the rock. I mean, it's not... I was there, a metaphorical I know, name. I know. <laughs> it's a real Honestly, name. I don't even like pay attention to it. All I know is they have to like walk up the scaffolding to get to it. And I think it's just, it's such a blatant, like, like, it's just so, I'm going to go out of my way just to make a point. You know what I'm saying? That's a like, point, yeah. Gosh, anyways. <laughs> How are we doing We're these? sinners. What can we, we are do? We are, Lord, forgive us <laughs> for disrespecting the rock. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so I was on... Like, this thing in New York, and I was with my friends. This was, like, freshman year to sophomore year of college, the summer in between that. And I was looking out on this city. Like, I could see everything. Like, I could see the Empire State Building and, like, I don't know, all this stuff. And it was, like, summer. Did you know? I'm sorry. Not to interject. This is short. I have never actually seen the Empire State Building. Like, Apart, like, like no, no, like ever. Period. Point blank. Period. I've, and Daddy was floored too. He's like, "How do you not How see it? Is it like the it? tallest building? <laughs> I've never seen it." Well, well, you've only been to New York like once for like eight hours. Yeah, but I was in the high octane areas. Yeah, I, I mean, know. New York is only so big of a city. Was it like five square miles? <laughs> <laughs> the only part that matters. The is only that part. Big. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Everything else just wasted cut my it time off. in an Apple store as twelve year olds do. I, hate that hate that okay anyways so continue so i was standing on this building and i was looking out and it was like summer it was it was like i want to say like end of july beginning yeah it was august you know and the sun was just setting so the sky was turning purple and it was like pink and orange and you could feel this glow like the city was starting to light up and you can see the moon and it was just so beautiful and hot and like romantic and i'm like 
this is what people say when they say cities are romantic. And it's not because I'm lonely. <laughs> it's not because I want to make out with a person. But yeah, it's, it's like romantic want... when you're 5,000 feet in the yeah, air. Yeah, it wasn't even everything. that windy. I've been to some places where you <laughs> yeah, can see I the think, city yeah. and they market it as this beautiful thing. But it's windy up windy. there. And it then you so stand windy. inside looking over people's shoulders on this glass, you know, that's all yeah. like foggy and sticky because kids touch. It's like not really fun. It smells like gross and is disgusting. But it wasn't even windy. Like I don't even know where we went and I was just thinking this is romantic because I want to share this moment with somebody yeah and I think that's what people mean when they say yeah yeah oh is that's what I think it is because it's like I can do all those things with my friends but it's like I can't like have them be all the time on like my arm and then when we go home and I like I I can't share that moment with anyone everyone I went and experienced that with I don't talk to anymore yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, isn't that weird? So I can't ever just say, like, remember that one time we were on that building and we, like, saw the sunset over New York City? Like, I share that with zero people that yeah. I know right now. You know? And I, 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 since I don't have the contact information of the girl that I did know and I went with, I can't even take the person that I would love there. Yeah. So now I have to find it all over again. <laughs> whole problem. Well, it's only so big of a And city. honestly, it's not even worth it. It wasn't. I mean, no, it's worth it, but not all the hassle. Like, please, come on. There's other things to do. Yeah. Like, probably the person I'm with probably saw that once in their life. We'll share it, but not together. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But, but anyway, so I think that is why people sacrifice so much for relationships and put so much on them. Because also, these magazines and everything tells us, this is what we have to change about ourselves, or this is what we have to do. And it's like, what is that really being propelled by? It's never, like, self-improvement, genuinely. Yeah, because it's like, what is that really being propelled by? Because glamour isn't my friend. But Glamour is telling me that the way to a man's heart is by sleeping with them on the third day. And these are the five sex tips that are going to keep him here. So that's it. So that's all a man is to me is just that then. Where are the cooking? Where are the recipes? Yeah. A way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the old saying? Yeah. Also, where's the respect in that? Where do I get yeah, respected? Also, and where does he in a way almost? Yeah. Where's his respect? Where's our self-worth? How do I make him fall in love with my character? Like, why don't we talk about that? <laughs> you know? Let them speak. Let them speak because you know what? I feel like also during this time, character is being assassinated. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about people's characters being assassinated, but the whole idea of having a character, it's like, it's just too much. Like, you can't, yeah, gonzo. Like, you can't have, like, oh, you want to talk about something that is right? Well, let's not talk about something that's right. Let's talk about something that's confusing and frustrating. And we know probably, and if you disagree with me, then you'll have to shut up. Yeah. And then they use these crazy words like, like, racist terrorist white supremacist what does that do attack your character yeah even though they don't believe in it at all and most of them don't even know what the definition or history of it is yeah and i think that's so that's so upsetting but to stay on the topic of relationships i don't think that being the one that wins a relationship is listening to these publications well obviously not and that's what people think it takes to get into a relationship you know what this would be like a really interesting thing to like ask people like how do you win a man's heart like how do you what do you think it takes to win a man's heart well i couldn't tell you i've had no results well no i'm just saying being skinny and sexy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) haven't you heard i'm skinny now (laughs) no but like if you had like based on today's how about let's say based on today's society what does society tell you tells you it takes to win a man heart man's heart 
It's a lot of first of all out s's. He has to be weaker than you. If you really want a man's heart, he has to be weaker. But if you want someone attractive, then you have to just shut up. You know what I mean? Like I don't like whether we realize it or not. There's always a weaker in the relationships for sure. And Mm -hmm. it's like, tell me why? Like the weaker of the two these days is like either girl who like shuts up at the hands of the boyfriend, like not like necessarily abusive. But it's like, I can get with any girl. I can do all that shit. Like, boys pull that shit endlessly. They endlessly Or it is a man in the same position. Yeah, why is that? Like, why is that, like, the most common thing that I see these days? Uh, Or it's, like, some little, like, like, pussy boy man. Like, not to be, like, (laughs) rude about it. You know what I mean? But it's, like, there is a lack of masculinity and then it's like here's the thing because they they love the term toxic masculinity yeah so it's like get rid of both words it's like you can't get rid of both words like there needs to be a masculinity it's if it's not with the men it's going to show up in you like yeah. uh, someone's going to be masculine that's the way it goes it's like very true like you can't erase a gender you can't erase yeah, <laughs> and so I know. like we keep creating new ones proves we can't erase them we can just only make new ones oh and so it's like you can't erase masculinity, period, but you can make it non-toxic. But non-toxic doesn't necessarily mean that you are just acting like he did in the first place. Like, yeah. women do that shit all the time. It's like, they don't realize that they themselves are becoming the toxic masculine person in the relationship. It's so true. Because masculinity also, like, gender fluidity here. Mm-hmm. It is not assigned to a gender. It's, it's assigned not. to a personality. Toxicity is not assigned to a gender. It's not. And it's like, there will always be... A strong person. It's like they don't like it because it's like masculine. It's associated with men. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But it's like muscular in a way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's like masculine is applicable to both genders. Point blank, period. Like, I like I can whip a boy into shape. He can whip me into shape. But it's like, which one sounds more costing? And it's like, because we fundamentally understand men are stronger than women. Yeah. And so it's like... Well, you know what's kind of interesting? Watch yourselves, ladies. You know what's kind of interesting is like... In history, history, I feel like, shows that it's always the man you have to watch out for. They're the one that can overcome the woman, yeah. whether mentally or physically. And I think but now script, I feel like the it's script changing. is totally changing right now, but we're not going to be able to admit it. No, we're not. And it's like, that's a hard part. Because, so does that mean women have more pride than men? At women, the end? women are developing. I think it's being more taught now mm-hmm. for a woman to to match man's pride and it's like the idea of getting rid of toxic masculinity is matching the energy it's like we don't match the energy <laughs> like like because we don't that, do that just kind of like goes back to the point where it's like one has to be more dominant than one the other. has to be Doesn't. and i believe that that's really how it goes like there is one that will always be more dominant mm-hmm. and it's like you don't get two people who don't know where to eat out at dinner you know what i mean like yeah. someone makes a choice someone has to make the choice oh. and it's like whether you agree with it or you don't whatever they made that choice because you chose to not participate i know but it's also kind of like a whole like because i'm reading candace's owens book right now which everyone needs to read it's called blackout so good allison will add it to the show notes but she's kind of saying how it's like our generation the millennial generation don't take they don't take any responsibility for their decisions and they blame it everywhere else and that like we blame it on relationships and we blame it on how we were raised raised and everything and it's like don't ruin it for like the people who like like people go through shit when they're children they do people go through some people do yeah and it's like but the lack of responsibility is why you are still being stagnant Uh like that's just i mean because like unfortunately the the thing is no matter what you've gone through and some of it is very traumatic you're just gonna have to move on from it and it's that victimization and pitying 
feeling that people I think like that prolongs that growth oh yeah and for sure I love I, think is I love so weird. I love pity endlessly I endless pity I think pity feels good but I check myself really fast about that because I don't ever want because I can see where pity goes like that one high that I get from having people feel bad for me if I sit there I'm never going to progress yeah no no I know so that's why I'm like no I totally love pity you were the one who checked that in me yeah. She would get mad at me. It's like, sometimes I want to feel bad. I want people to feel bad for me. Like, sorry about it. Like, I feed off of that. Yeah. I am a product of the internet. I'm but, a product of Tumblr, ladies. But anyways, you really outgrown that. and you Well, yeah, I did. That. Because it's like, it's true. You can't. There's a split it's just second like moment. Split second moment. Where you can cry or you can just keep going. I know. And if you cry, then you will never progress. Yeah. <laughs> like... In the just, greater scheme Just, of like, yeah. cleaning out the weeds. No, it's so true because, like, even, like, say you're doing something and you're so frustrated and you're like, if I cry right now, then you cry and it gets pushed off into the next day and all the work that you produce after that is bad. Or you can suck it up, get it done, and then you're like, wow, at least it's over. See, that's kind of like life. That's kind of like victimhood. Yeah. Start it up and get through it. Not saying that it won't be difficult, but the reward is worth the suffering through it for it's like and then you feel like you really have control and it's yeah. like you are chaining yourselves to the mistakes of choices you never made yeah and decisions that you were just unfortunately that you just had to deal with yeah but you don't have to continue that Mm-mm. but anyways no, sure. part of it's being honest part of it's being honest <laughs> like yeah. real I, like say that was shitty like and i didn't have a choice and that affected me now and it's like how can i use that for good yeah so essentially like you're saying that to be with a person one of them has like society tells us that we have to be with a weak man in order to have a successful relationship and we have to be the dominant one is that what you're saying kind of like i don't want to say that's like the main narrative i would not say right now but I would say it's definitely it's sub- obviously genre. like gearing towards that yeah which That's I think is narrative. like so weird because it's like why do women not not saying that women shouldn't have any responsibilities or whatever and like that's fine for the ones that do but it's like oh like i want that much responsibility i don't want to balance i don't want to balance a checkbook i don't know what that is i don't want to do it i know like i just want an equal share and then like say you're just like the person i'm with is just stronger in that category okay great you take the reins on that one i'll take the reins on the other one like why you know what i really wish this is my actual like secret little dream desire I'm like the gold medal on Sims event for me. Mm. It would be like a life aspiration. Yeah. I want him to clean. (laughs) I want him to clean. And I know he won't. And I want him to. (laughs) (laughs) I hate cleaning, but I will cook a damn good meal. Yeah, you do. You cook really great. I cook. So I love cooking. I enjoy. I will get zesty in the kitchen. I know. I know. More than just sexual And you know ways. what? How about this? How about if he won't clean, make enough money so he can hire someone who cleans? Mm. How about that? That's uh, good. But it's like, oh, you know what? I don't get the hype of help. I don't I get know. it. Because it makes me uncomfy having them there. And I know that they're uncomfortable too. And it's like, wait, well, you do not talk to them. But that's like, I don't really know how to talk to them. You're just We have help here and we talk to them. Yeah, yeah, that's bull. Him one, yeah, person. <laughs> assume he actually they just helps around. Kind of place. become family is really just what yeah, happens. pretty much. Which it's fine. It's a fine place to be, but, um. So I think that I guess that's it then. 
Well, I think that it's true. I think so. Basically, if society tells you that you have to be dominant and sleep with the guy on the well, first date to show that you, it's earn... regaining sexuality. That's how they mm. pose it. I you think know that's I mean? just not going to win. But it's like you can't like. Oh my gosh! Like this is where they obviously trip up. Where it's like, <laughs> like the correction of the fault is just reversing the role, and it's like, but that's not what you're fighting for. Like that's not what you're really fighting for. No, they don't know what they're fighting for because they don't believe in what they're fighting for. Yeah, because yeah, they only believe in self. I think they only believe in it because all these magazines and all these publications and all these bloggers they tell you these because they want to be a part of something bigger than them and bigger that's than just them. And they, them. it's all about about instant gratification gratification. like that is the thing that feels good in the short term like I'm talking a day to two days yeah and it's true and it's like at the end of the day if you're willing to like settle because that's what you're doing is you're settling whether you believe it or not listening to those people is you settling in just a different way it's like what is the motivator I don't feel like the motivator for being in relationship or marriage is actually to like have someone who supports you to build off each other's character to you know, create a next generation of people who hold your morals and your values and beliefs who are going to lead the world better, you know, just like you hope and intend to do with your time and your relationships. And it's like, what are the habits that people are really even engaging in anymore? There's like really not Like they're much. not engaging in anything. Like I listen to like nine political people and my like whatever people, my pastors and all that stuff. And I love what they say in the books that they you know, recommend yeah. and like the people like I follow and the books and I feel so filled and I f- have so much knowledge and it's like I have become smarter in these things yeah. I've always wanted to gain knowledge in. And then I have my frivolous things, which is fine to have frivolous things and I think we all need them, but it's like it's just not it like it, it hits, doesn't feel the same. It way. hits fine, but sometimes like I'm listening to this one thing today and this girl is going on about well, my dietitian tells me to sit next to a window because it's good. For what? Dietitians are about digesting. What does the sun have to do with your stomach? Zero. Actually zero. General practitioners, dermatologists, cancer people, anybody can tell you sitting in the sun is good. Okay, yeah. it's not just like the dietitian knows all on that. Yeah, like that's just like a universal thing. We need fifteen minutes of sitting in the sun. Like that's it. After that, it's too much. Yeah, but it's like, isn't that weird? And then like she's just sitting here saying, like she's like, I really want to know what I like focus on the weekends. Like, what do I actually do? And she's like, I eat with friends and I like sit on like Instagram and I do this stuff. And it's like, this like has no meaning. And then she's like, I'm meditating. I'm like, are these Roman times? Like, what? Like, well, people what have been meditating for And then for she years. says, I meditate and manifest. And there's this thing called Stoicism, which is actually a, a thing that they practice during Roman times. Because it eschews basically all spirituality and you decide the good and you're stoic in like you let things come and go and you don't attach anything to them and then I was like looking at these other podcasts that are similar to this podcast I'm listening to and one of them in the description she's like she like this helps you be free of self-judgment and doubt we should be judging ourselves yeah like I'm not saying that it doesn't I'm not saying but it's like that's basically saying no accountability there's there's a difference between like Judgment has become a very, like, it's the, I feel like the main definition for judgment has been, like, really perversed over the years. Yes, I think and so. And it's, like, a judgment is supposed to have, like, a response. Like, when a judge, like, pulls a judgment, it's a recompense for your actions. You know what I mean? Mm, yes, like, yeah. is that the right word? I think so. And so it's, like, we just can't live not being accountable, not living with the consequences of those yeah, actions. exactly. And it's, like, there's a difference between self-loathing and self-judgment. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Because, you know what, and, like, 
And it's like, you know, I was like thinking, I was praying to God last night and I was like praying and I was like feeling so overwhelmed by something. And like, I was praying, I was like, Lord, take this burden, take this burden. And I'm like, and I said, Lord, like I am struggling to give you this burden right now because I fear that if I don't struggle with it, then I don't really mean my feelings for mm. it. But I'm like, but isn't the whole point to give it to God and be like... Yeah, that is the whole point. Yeah, so like that like dawned on me last night and it's like, I'm so thankful that it has. I wish I learned it earlier. But it's like, you know, like that's why you give that to God and you like give all these things to him. And it's not that... It's like, and it's like goes back to self-judgment. It's like, you can you can take a break from judging yourself. And but you don't have to like sit in there. And people think like you, you don't have to criticize sit, yeah. every single and action. People think that they can only sit in there. Yeah, it's which like, I think is weird. no. Like everything's good in moderation. Everything yeah. is good in moderation. Because even if you're like, okay, I don't like this about myself. Even but doubt. I'm not going, yeah. <laughs> even doubt. There's, doubt is what preserves us. Yeah, doubt is what keeps us. A little bit of doubt is what allows us to make choices for ourselves because you can't blindly believe something because what if it's not true and what if it hurts you? Yeah. And it's like if you doubt a little bit, then that means you have to do research to come to your own conclusion. Yeah, because that's what... That's what helps us make our own choice. Exactly. And like that's being dropped off in a lot of realms and especially with relationships. I feel like relationships are being... Like they're being made as a modem to self-serve your like... Your... What is it? Your desires, what is it called? Like your pleasures in life. <laughs> your inhibitions. <laughs> like basically nothing good. It yeah. just makes you weaker. It all just makes you weaker. And I think that if we really focused and really took time to look at the character of who we are, I think that's what it takes to win a relationship is your character. Yeah. Because that means, because if you can hold yourself accountable, then you can hold anyone accountable. And you want to hold the person you're with accountable. That's not saying, like, you need to beat them over yeah. the head until they change to what you want. That's not what that means. But it's, like, it's definitely because, like, it's It's just, like, what if they cheat on you? Yeah. Like, are you going to just roll over and make them wear a sign like, saying, I cheated? Like, like, what is that? Yeah, and it's, like, what if they really start to abuse you? Yeah. Or make you compromise in some way or ostracize you? It's, like, so where where's the character? Where's your character? Because it's, like, people don't go straight out the gate abusing their power no they don't they find little ways to do it it's a long con. and they 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 size you up you know a snake measures you before it eats you yeah they size up yeah that's why i don't think I. and it's like if you don't keep accountable for the little things god knows what they're gonna do with the big ones yeah god knows what they're gonna do with the big ones and it's like this is why hopefully neither of us will get an abusive relationship of course you never know (laughs) probably with our track record we'll end up being i mean we end we we um don't have an ability to make men repulsive repulsed by us what is it believe me i give them plenty of reasons to leave all on their own they're all yeah and you know what (laughs) i have such great people around me and my suitors that if i don't ruin it they'll do the job for me I am I cannot even tell you how many people like and it's shocking like two I think is a shocking number of people who have intervened in potential relationships for me. It's like you know my history. Like you know how bad this goes for me and you've done yourself a service on my part to end it before it even begins. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just like that is just that killer clown. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how did you do that? Like you know my track record. I will mess it up myself yeah but like you took that upon yourself okay thanks like that's great yeah thank you <laughs> yeah clearly i'm a, such a sexy threat yeah <laughs> with all my many men in relationships i've ruined uh, yes <laughs> yeah 
But anyways, I think that character is the foundation, and I think that is what it takes to win a relationship. Yeah. And I think that that comes with just beginning your own journey. And, like, knowing the habits that you are engaging in. And, like, also, if you feel bad for something or an injustice in the world, sitting there and complaining about it isn't making a difference about it. Yeah, and I it's think not making a difference. people confuse that. Because maybe we sound, like, kind of whiny on this podcast about everything going on, but we are out there and we are engaged. It's like, yeah, you, you of all people know that we actually turn it into action. Exactly. And it's, like, these tweets about, like... You know, when Trump was in office and all this stuff, saying, oh, Trump was at, like, he was golfing when he found out he lost. Like, wow, okay, but the people I know personally who are with him at this moment, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know. I don't know where this comes from, and it just sounds like mostly, it's just all of it is designed to attack and belittle and It's designed to cause, yeah, discord to polarize us, to divide us. Which is so sad. So that's why we need you, not the Russian verb of unity. Not the Russian verb of unity. Not the communist reasons. But where we can maybe talk to each other and not feel the need to block each other's Twitter, perhaps. Because it's like, I'm not blocking you. Like, I still look at your things. Like, I am not being that ignorant about it. No, I'm not ignorant. I know. But... How do they know what ignorance is if they block the definition of ignorance? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, Emily, this is a perfect place to say it. Yeah. Because we, we can phrase it. We're not within a tweet I character know. thing. Oh, yeah. But it's like, when was the last time in history that all news outlets agreed and were on the right side? Yeah. Like, like on, on the, the correct right side. side. And then when was the last time there was, what was it? Like a like a like a dictator, a yeah. dictator, and he got blocked off of yeah. Twitter. How, How much of a dictator like, was he us, if he couldn't control no, that? Like, yeah, here's a riddle: <laughs> Where who's the first ever dictator that has ever been stopped? Like, what's a dictator in history? Not in like 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 before they got to dictating, like, or like after like yeah, end? like like before they got to dictating, like on their journey to being a dictator. Who? What dictator fell? Like what? What was usurped? Like who? What country? Yeah. Oh wait, what you? You can't answer. You can't because the dictator cheats their way all the time. I know they <laughs> always win. That's the I point. Know. That's the point. That's like their whole job. It's like the definition. Yeah, it's that they cheat and they lie and they yeah, get like, there. You will never stop a dictator. Like you actually will not because the definition of a dictator. Like is Hitler even got arrested for treason, and he, and he after that, no, after that is when he rose to power and, oh, and did yeah. World War Two. Yeah, no, like you can't stop them if they want it. They'll get they'll there. Get okay. But also, no, I think I like concise it. I was thinking about it last night. It's like, when has a popular opinion ever been right? I think that's a good way to put it. Because it's like, what do we watch in, in just media and everything? They tell you, don't jump on the bad wagon. Mean girls, popular girls. They weren't right, but they were popular. That's true. Right? But that's every, so true. You know. I know, you know. Oh my gosh, big slap. I was like, <laughs> thinking about all the tropes of television and whatnot. I wish I had this like, actually like as a thought. Because I don't know what trope it was. But it's like, so against everything that they say and yet it's like things that we've been like consuming forever which is why movies are starting to change i know they are starting to change because they're they're demonizing good yeah like the old old films and stuff yeah of course good will be bad and bad will will be be good good. yeah okay well this is going on for a really long time time. (laughs) we're not really talking about much we made our point we did make our point emily hope you feel satisfied i'm satisfied okay well Thank you, lovey Debbie, for sticking with us. Yes, we love you. Thank you for listening to the end. Yes. Woo! Woo! You made it. Good workout. Okay. See you next week. Talk See to you later. later. See <laughs> you later.
Bye. Bye, babes. Talk to you later.